Welcome to the Radnor Park Rovers podcast, episode 11, season 2. Radnor Park Rovers played Ashford Spartans today. A team that we have beaten before. The first ever Radnor win came against them two years ago. Um, and let's find out how that went today. But before we do that, I am joined by Archie Buck. Hello. Ryan Parrott. Hello. Together again, Josh Hamilton. Hello. Jack Skilton. Hello, hello. And Carl the Carrot Jarrett. Hello. And also Lionel the dog who is farting out the studio. Keith is not happy. Um, but yeah, let's uh, dive straight in there and we will go to Archie's analysis and he's going to talk us through today's game. It's now time for the match review. Who played well? It's the match review. Who played shit and who scored the goals? It's match review. Match review. Well, firstly, what a game. Two really good competitive sides. Nothing nasty, <laughs> nothing dirty from either team. Just two teams who want to win a game and have a good time. A little bit of friction with the ref, but uh, that's to be expected when Mr. Ben Conlon's dropping, strutting around 50 yards away from the play. But anyway, um, really tight, really competitive. And Radner won. Yay! Our third win of the season. Our f- Fifth win of all time since Radner re-came back three years ago. Sixth win. Sixth win, I took one away. Over three seasons, yeah. Even if you count the pre-season game again. You never count pre-season. Pre-season is not the season. It is 18 points. Tragic, he says, we are above mid-table. You know, we're good. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, Very competitive game. Started off a lot of energy from both teams. I think Spartans were probably on top first 10 minutes. They they seemed to keep us pinned in. Uh, very good down the right side. I think it was the number 18, looked very lively, was getting at Hayden. Um, Johnny was having to get pulled back in and, and defend. At the other end, we looked really threatening. The pace of Tristan just causes any team trouble. Any ball in behind, you, you know you're going to have a hard time getting it away. Midfield, I think the game was bypassing midfield on both sides, so it wasn't really happening. Uh, first chance of the game I think fell to them they got in down the side crossed it, squared it across shot flashed wide of Michael um, it was a wake up call for Tom and Ryan at centre back but they, they did well after that they got it away just going to jump in there Ryan Parrott playing centre back today Ryan in three words how did you find your uh, 45 minutes three words fucking amazing it was <laughs> it's still four <laughs> Twas, twas. It was the night before Christmas. Twas fucking amazing. Um, yeah, and then the opening goal. Now, what happened was uh, Radner got down the left side. The goal is going to come in a minute, but the Radner got down the left side. I think Johnny, I'm not sure who got fed in, uh, and it got out to Alex on the right side, which was one thing that Radner did really, really well was was Alex in particular, we'll cover that in a minute, but Alex in particular getting up and get, being aggressive. Trevor said in the dressing room, we're going to attack, attack, attack. Alex arriving, edge of the box as the spare man, touch, absolute cracker of a, a strike, and the keeper's done very well to save it behind. It looked really good, well hit. Don't know what the angle was from where we were standing, but it looked really good. Corner, corner comes in, Ben Mainwaring gets up, gets his big noggin on it. Might have been his nose, not sure. And uh, Tristan was there on the follow-up after the keeper had made the save to tap in. 1-0, well done, Tristan. Then, unfortunately, we let him back in. Typical Radner fashion. Um, The bodyguard's on. 
and uh, Michael's come for a corner. Well, <laughs> Jay's come for a corner. He's very clearly shouted keeper. I was on the bench and I could hear him shout keeper. It wasn't keepers because he's unfortunately it's been spilled and challenged into the back of the net. One all. A little bit harsh, um, I think. Then Spartans did. They were on top. They kept getting again in, especially down the right. A few through the middle. They had good runners from midfield. The number 20 seemed to be always be popping up as a third striker. Mainly shots going wide. I don't think MJ made a save, but... They just didn't finish their chances. We were dangerous at the other end, and that told because what happened was Tristan got in down the left. The ball had gone, but his pace got us in. Keeper came out. Tristan beat the keeper. Tristan whipped it across the box, and there was Alex arriving as the extra man to finish and 2-1. The next passenger play saw a really good chance for, for them. Hayden tripped the guy. Could have been a penalty. I don't even know what I'm doing. I think it was a penalty. I think it was a penalty. Um, Definitely a penalty. I saw it. I was right next to him. At that point, me and Tom, I went on to the left centre-back and Tom went on to the right centre-back and I was right next to him and it did look like he'd pushed him over. Admittedly, he did kind of fall easily. but He did fall very easily. And he's a big lad as well. He's guy. too big to be getting pushed over by our smallest player on the pitch. And, and do you know what? I think his, his time in the gym has done him dirty there. <laughs> if he was just a normal-sized bloke and then gone to the ground, it would have been a fair enough penalty. But the, you look at the size of him and you go, well, he's clearly dived. So, so we've gone in 2-1 at half-time. And I will... Um, I'll put in a. We are sponsored by the Nailbox and Pole Position Driving. This is your advert for the for the podcast. But half time we going two one up. Two one up, very comfortable, very looking good. I think we still let them get in a few more times than we wanted. Trev wasn't too happy about that. He rang the changes. Well, one change he brought me on for Ryan. I think he felt that Hayden was getting pulled in a little bit. Uh, I think their best players were playing on the right side. There was a number ten he was very good and then he went off for the 18 and they were both very good and they, they were giving Hayden a hard time I think he felt that you know if, if I come on I can push Hayden a bit wider and, and maybe isolate the danger so that's what he went with the 10 came back on and I think we re- did isolate the danger I'm so impressed with what happened in the second half because Radner were absolutely exceptional especially in the middle I want to say special praise to anybody who played in midfield today that's Carl Pete Pete who came on um, Johnny, who was wing back but tucking in and, and making tackles. I am 100% forgetting who else played in midfield today. Uh, Andy, he was very good. And it wasn't so much with the ball. I'm not going to write home about how they were keeping possession and popping it around. It wasn't that. It was their determination. The amount of times they went to ground, the amount of times they put their body on the line. The other team weren't happy with a lot of the tackles, but they're not dirty tackles. They're just people who wanted the ball more than the other team. Um, and that's exemplified especially by Carl and Andy who, who held and did that and that made it easy for the back four I think we could have paid for another hour and not conceded because we just kept them really tight we kept bodies behind the ball made it so difficult and at the other end you had Tristan, Alex, Ben Ben hit the crossbar didn't it? Ben hit the crossbar from a great move great move it was a short goal Possibly kick Possibly best move of the game for us. Yeah, short goal kick um, I've hit it out to Alex wide Birdie, then Alex. Yeah, it was a I, think I thought, no, I thought I hit Alex. Alex headed it on. 
I think it's me, sorry oh, no, guys. No, I thought you hit it to Bergsy and then Bergsy knocked it on. And it, yeah, he went to Bergsy and then Alex. Okay, and Alex flicked it on. Uh, ben in behind, great work. Cut back like onto one, his left two, foot. Back. On his left foot as well. Left foot, very good finish. It's one of those ones where the keeper goes, fuck, I'm beaten. I hope this ball's not going in, and it, it just dipped and hit the crossbar, unfortunately. Uh, the other massive chance off, well, two, I think, Tristan, his pace is just electric. He's just got to work on that final, final placement of the ball because he, he busted a gut in, got in behind, beat the last man, and then he's just slotted it wide. I think he hit it wide both times, but uh, big chances. And then the only other one was Alex, after a great flick on by Tristan, beat the centre-back. Alex is sort of through... But unfortunately, he didn't quite have the legs to get away from the defence. Peter right at the end as well. Oh, and Peter as well, yeah. We were sort of killing time a bit in the corner with Johnny. Um, Johnny Spartans obviously got it in their heads. Johnny's just holding this ball. And Johnny just reversed it, put Pete in. And Pete has got a hard angle, but he's he's hit it well. um, But they've saved. But yeah, I really can't think of a big chance for them at the other end where you say... It should have been two two. Well, I mean, we, there was my the guy turned me. Um, MJ made a save and Hayden cleared it off the line. That is the only chance. But then right at the end, Archie. Well, I'll say about your yeah the the, the, the twenty five really good turn on you. But that was early in the half. I don't mean we'd quite settled yet. We'd left you one on one and you thought I'm winning this. And unfortunately, he's just used his body really well. His gym body that Ryan was admiring. And right right at the end, I think because of the corner in the first half, cross is coming in. MJ said, keep, I'm gone, I'm going to head this. MJ said, keepers behind me. I've gone, all right, I'll leave it for the keeper. And then with about half a second before it gets to the keeper, I've gone, actually, Michael's in goal. And I've thrown the leg at it. I've slashed it. And thank God that he's a big lad because it's slashed it and he's still gone into his body, into his bosom. He's claimed it and uh, held on. Have you spoke about his double save in the first half yet? Uh, no. On the right hand side, when we're a bit past that, Ryan. But yeah, he made a double save. Uh, okay, yeah, he made two, a double well, save. Two, a really good double save there, and a really good double save when that twenty-five did turn to turn Tom. Made an exceptional save with his legs, and then it went up in the air. And Hayden made an unbelievable block on the line. The player thought he'd scored on the rebound, and unfortunately for them, we held strong. Two-one, massive win, incredible performance by everyone. Everyone on the bench played a massive part, except Lee. And really well done. Highly. Sorry, Lee's just walked in. That's why I'd seen that. In. And that's well it. We won 2-1. We are now on 10 points this season. Up the Radnor. Uh, let's get into the B for this podcast, shall we? Radnor question time. Right, finally, we had, um, we had some questions in this week. We had, a, we had a general question for the chat, which was... Um, Happy New Year, lads. Obviously, it is 2024. Who'd have thought that? 2024, Ryan. How old are you now? 21. 22. 22. 22. And then, yeah, the question was, if you could give a Radner player a New Year's resolution, what would it be and why? No, who would it be, sorry? And what would it be? So, um, first up, we had uh, Tristan stop falling over. Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be nice for him to stop being so dramatic, wouldn't it? Josh, do you want to read out the uh, the next one? What's the next one? Everyone, oh, so uh, everyone, turn up the pub on turn up to the pub on Sunday. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? 
People did show up today. We've Very impressive. It's amazing what three points does to this team, though, doesn't it? Like we don't we don't win for six months and we're no friends, but when we win, that's when the friendships bond. Jack, do you want to read the next one? Anyone who doesn't shower after a game to have a shower, you all stink. I think it's pretty fair. Well done, Ryan. You had a shower well, today. To I know, that. Ryan. You're you're doing well. I mean, to be fair. I mean, it's not hard. Just get your wang out. Like, I'm not always going to be there, so you're always safe. There were cubicles today, and they were lovely showers. Were there cubicles in there? Yeah. So here, right, so today, right? It's in. It's a school. It's a school. And um, I, I, I was coming. I was coming at. I was coming off the. Look, we look. We've we've played there four times, and if you shower normally, you'd know that the showers were in the home team's dressing room. Um, but obviously, you didn't know that, Ryan. But anyway, I was coming off the pitch, and I saw Ryan looking a bit sheepish, looking around outside. I thought he couldn't find his shoes because. Did you know your shoes were in the kit bag? Oh, yeah, I didn't um, have any shoes on. Yeah, so I was a bit like, what's up with him? And then it turns out, what were you doing? I was waiting for someone to finish pissing in the disabled toilet, which was also a shower in there. And then I had my own private shower in there. I got all my clothes laid out afterwards. Um, my hoodie got absolutely soaked from the shower because it was like a wet room one. Um, but yeah, top-notch facilities. Um, I did, yeah, I, did, I, I thought I'd have to go, uh, like, you know, in a group shower with the other team as well after us battering them 2-1. I've never known a team so afraid to have a shower. I have a small, I have a small I have a shower. In general, the Yeah, but Ryan has only probably had three showers in his whole like having showers. I've probably played five games, so... Mate, you played a lot of games that first season. Yeah. Before Trev turned up and ruined your minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking bald bastard. <laughs> and that silly guy. was his mate? Nick. Mick, 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 Mick. Mick. Do you know what was the funniest thing when Mick first, when Mick and Trev started coming? Uh, so many people called Mick Mike or Nick, didn't they? For absolutely <laughs> yeah, weeks. James was like, all right, Mike. <laughs> Mick. That's fair. We've still got Tristan. Tristian, yeah. Mick saying Tristian is one of my favourite. That's where I turn up on a Sunday and I have a bit of a bingo card in my head. It's Mick saying Tristian. It's Trev saying we've got to do what they're doing to us. <laughs> or, sac- or sacrilege. He, loved, he busted sacrilege, out that one. Yeah, that really he can't even spell it. You all know the system. You all know the system, and um, go out there and enjoy it. But make sure you do well and win and and. <laughs> We're absolutely raping. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I be honest with you? I'm going to take this. Mick and Trev don't know what they're doing. They, they are 100% winging it. And I tell you what, I love them. If you could win li- wing life, which they are doing... They've just found a load of boozy lads just to think, oh, oh, I'll tell you what, Mick, yeah, we're on a right winner here. Uh, they have no idea about football, but if I chuck in a few long words in there, um, sacrilege, sa- sacrilege oh, oh, you're right on it. Yeah, yeah, they have no idea, and we've only got nine points out of two seasons. But we love them. But we love them. And then we've got... Um... <laughs> Uh, Josh Hampton, get fit, be a contender again. 
Who fucking said that? It's a bit personal, isn't it? MJ. <laughs> I've nibbled on his nutsack. <laughs> what do you mean, being a contender? I'm the fattest I've ever been and still a contender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Foo Fighters sang a song about me. Someone said Lee Francis reduces short size by another five centimetres. They're pretty short, aren't they? But do you know what I'm disappointed with Lee at the moment? He's got he's got an uh, he's got undershorts in his shorts, so you're not really getting any chance of a slip out. They're your boxers. <laughs> what you say to all your predators? So we can see your boxers. All right, all right. Uh, fair play then. Maybe he has taken it down five centimetres already. And then... What was that? And finally, you had Alex Watson needs to say one complimentary thing to a Radnor player a week. And it can't be Tristan. Why? Why does he need to do this? I don't know. That's just what someone said. I'm pretty sure he said a nice thing to you earlier. Yeah, he, did. Yeah. He, he was very nice today. He said everybody played. Maybe Alex wrote that himself then, and that is his resolution. And, um, yeah, so mailbag, Ryan, we've got a few questions this week. Oh, yeah. Um, first one is, is there some sort of curse around Nick when he's supposed to start a game? Yes. Can you tell us more about that curse? Um, well, I, I, I don't know where it's come from, but it seems that every time he's in the starting 11, the game gets called off. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know what more you can really say on that. It's happened. These are the facts. You can go from there. Facts are facts. Um, second question was for Josh. Josh. What is your favourite brand of ketchup? Uh, daddy's, because that's what I am. I am a daddy. Yeah, you are a daddy now. How are you finding that? Uh, yeah, Erin, uh, my girlfriend, loves calling me daddy. Um, are we going on to this topic? Yeah, keep going. Uh, so, Erin calls me daddy all the time. Um, what can I say? I've got a four-inch Punisher, man, you know? Okay, that's a bit a bit too much information, but we will we'll allow it. Um... Someone says, and I think we know this is, when you won the league against Bromley Green, what happened after that? Well, if you'd have listened to the podcast, you would know what has happened after that. I, I, I think I was in the pub saying, uh, screaming that we were top of the league. And oh, then, what a day that was. And, uh, honestly, if we could have won that league, say if all the other teams died and we won <laughs> the league, that I would have gone down as the greatest cup win ever. Better than Liverpool's COVID win, actually. Um, unfortunately, we then got romped 7-1 the week after. But, the, you know, that's football, baby. Look, we were top of the... And you know what? Not many teams obviously can say that this season, that they were top of the league. And we were top of the league, so up the Radnor. Um, uh, what day in Radnor's history would you like to relive and why? Ryan, pass it around here. Um, either, <clears throat> either that game or the... Um, I think it was a 9-0 hammering against us where where we had a where we had a really good you might have got man of the match where we had a really good session at the pub that was uh, the, the, the one where it was the in the box I don't know if that was um, that one there 9-1 away I'm going to pass this over to Archie Buck I mean for me it's the end of year doing in the box every year or it doesn't have to be in the box but in the summer, I mean, the first year when we got all the old Radnor boys back, 
We had a great game. We had a great time. Then we all got absolutely battered in the box. Got a massive team photo outside. It's just great. That, that's my favourite part of the year. Doesn't matter what we've done in the pit, on the pitch all season. We can all celebrate together and have a good time and bring families in, kids, dogs, missuses. The dream. In that order. <laughs> Over to you, Josh e. Uh If I had to relive one Sunday, it would have to... I, I can't remember when it was... But there was one Sunday, and it's probably in our first season, so we were definitely getting beat by at least five goals. Uh, we came here and we just dominated the pub. It was the best Sunday we ever had. Everyone was drunk, everyone was singing. I think Big Phil was slapping the ceiling uh, to Uptown Girl or some shit like that. And then we all left at seven o'clock. It was dead in here. But it was the best Sunday. In ter- it was pure six hours of pure sexual sink- sinking pints. And for me, I'd relive that moment again. And I wasn't hung over the next day, which is another fucking blessing. Um, to be different, I was going to say that one. I'd go for the first ever awards we went to with Josh and Ryan. Just because that was... Oh, we, were, we, was we were so fucking terrible that everyone felt so sorry for us that when we got the best... Was it the... Yeah, the Fair Play Award. Like, the whole place lost their shit. <laughs> and we ended up taking it to a cameo and going for a night out. And, and bumped, it, and bumped into... Oh, we got there in a, a Pikey's van. Ended up at some... We met Taylor in the club. Like, the whole thing was just odd and from start did, to finish. What did we do to that Fair Play Award at the end of the night? Dancing. Smelt it. For a £20 note. Carrot, I don't think you have enough. I mean, you, how long you been here? Four weeks. Yeah, about four weeks. Yeah. So I guess, I guess this Sunday with a win, got a win. I'll take that. Lee Francis, can you come over here? Give us your Radner relive moment. No, he won't do it. He just won't do it. Um, no, I think it's a, it's a, it is a tough one. I think the pub, the that pub night, it was the like absolute. It was Pistol Pete, where Pistol Pete sings. Give me some chocolate cake along to like it's that one. He headbutted someone. Headbutt Josh. Headbutt Josh. Um, it's the first night that Trev, Trev, we really ha- spoke to Trev and was like, eh, you and you and Trev were dancing on the dance floor really aggressively. Trev, Trev looked like Trev looks like he wants to kill you, but he's. Dancing with you so sexually as well, it's very, running, very that's interesting. Just, that's just his look. Yeah, Tre- that's when my Tre- shoulders yeah, still broke. Because it was on my shoulders, and we were yeah. like, this is a really bad idea. Yeah, yeah, it was what a night. What an absolute Apparently. night that was. Oh, I mean, night. I'd probably relive that. I think we lost like, I think we lost 9 2 to Burton Grove, maybe, that day. At the North, at North School, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it might have been when I nearly scored my hat trick. <laughs> Tom Bradshaw in our first season was one goal away from our top goal scorer who played as a striker. Um, and that, that striker's probably living off that. I'm top goal scorer one season. But when Tom Bradshaw, left back, gets one less than you, you know. 
<laughs> right, here we go. Pretty new segment. He wasn't here for the last one, um, but it's uh, Ryan Parrott's Dreamcast, and he's going to talk us through his most latest dream, I think. Ryan, are you ready? Have you got it ready? Yeah, You're going to tell us about it? Which, mate, whichever one you want, pick a dream and tell us about it. Because you write them down. He religiously writes his dreams down in his uh, notes about what happened. Yeah, so um, my, my most recent one was um, I went for a shower in uh, Sainsbury's. And I used, what, what I've written down here is use public shampoo, but the shampoo had hair dropout stuff in it. Um, and I was going bald in the shower just after I got a skin fade. Um, and also in this dream, I don't currently work at Sainsbury's or ever have done. I did apply for a job at Sainsbury's once, but they rejected me. I, I failed the quiz there. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they did a quiz on like what what you had to do, and it was like oh, questionnaire. yeah, yeah, questionnaire. Is this in the dream or real life? No, no, this is real life. And um, my mates were like, oh, I just Googled the question, the answers. And I was like, I didn't think of that. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, so, yeah, never got a job at a Sainsbury's. Never will now. Um, but, yeah, so, so in this dream, I was a Sainsbury's worker. Went to go and have a shower mid-shift. But I'd got my hair cut the day before. Used their shampoo in there. Made all my hair fall out. I was annoyed that I just got my hair cut. Um, there are various other dreams here. Just I, the one, we just need the one. Oh, are we just doing the one? Yeah. Well, maybe next week I'll, yeah, exactly. I'll do another one, yeah. yeah. Cut it out a bit, man. Cut it out. Um, uh, do you eat cheese before bed, right? No, no, no. So, so the reason why I've been having these mad dreams, and it's every night, and it's because I've just quit nicotine. So over the last what two weeks... <laughs> I'm not falling for that. Um, yeah, so, so there we go. Right, we're here, and uh, it's turning into the Archie Book Podcast today. We're hearing a lot from Archie, and because we've got some Archie special questions again, and they're going to be fired at Josh. Um, here you go, Archie. Right, Josh Hampton, welcome. Hi. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, my favourite topic is Man United, 1999-2000. Do you have any idea what you're about to be asked? Not at all. Right, Josh Hampton, are you ready? Yeah. First one, easy one. Who is the best trainer at Radnor Park Rovers? Alex Watson. Who is the funniest player? Me. Who thinks they're the funniest player? Oh. Quick fire, Josh. Oh, sorry, Ben. <laughs> ben Mainwaring thinks he's the funniest player. I don't know, he's just got a big dick, I like it. <laughs> Who is the most skillful player? Skillful? Not in our team. <laughs> Aha, right, uh... uh Tristan. Quickest player. Tristan. Slowest player. Nick. Who's the brains of the outfit? Archie Buck. Who is definitely not the brains of the outfit? Joshua Hampton. Which squad member has the worst dress sense? Tristan. And who is the longest in the showers? Tom Bradshaw. Okay, last two. Are you ready? It's the 90th minute. Yeah. It's the Whiskers Memorial Trophy because you're here. It's the Whiskers Memorial Trophy. It's 1-1. One, one. Oh Tenenden 1, oh Radnor 1. The ball is bouncing in the box. Other than yourself, I'm not sure he'd want himself, who do you want that ball to fall to? Well, no one because it's not going to go in. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Last dime in it, who's going to score? 
Todd Wallace. <laughs> and finally, who do you least want that ball to fall to? Todd Wallace. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Yeah, no, no uh, anyone on the pitch at the time. <laughs> Hello, we are here with Mr. Ryan Parrott for round two. Ryan, are you ready? I am. Are they quick fire? They are quick fire. Is your butt tensed? It is now. <laughs> Ryan Parrott, who is the best trainer at Radnor Park Rovers? Alex Watson. Who is the funniest player? Josh. Who thinks they're the funniest player? Josh. <laughs> Who is the most skillful player? Ooh, um, oh, I don't know. Most skillful player, what, of all time or current? <laughs> the most skillful player? <laughs> it's a real hard one. Um, I'll go Ben, Big Ben. Big Ben, okay, who's the quickest player? Tristan. Slowest player? MJ. Who, who is the brains of the outfit? Archie. Who is definitely not the brains of the outfit? Lee Avery. <laughs> Which squad member has the worst dress sense? Um... Lee Francis. And who is the longest in the showers? Longest in the shower. I see what I really took my time today in the shower. Was in there for a good ten minutes. Um, but it was a cubicle on my own. So. We're talking about length here, Ryan. Who's the longest in the shower? Oh, big dick. <laughs> uh, um, myself. Finally, Ryan. It's the ninetieth minute. Yeah. We're not in a cup final. We're not going to make a cup final. We're probably raising money for charity somewhere. It's 1-1. The ball's bouncing in the box. Other than yourself, who do you want that ball to fall to? What is a penalty? <laughs> I'll, read it. I'll read this again. I'll read this again. I'll read it. Your game management here. The ball is bouncing in the box. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's 1-1. It's the last minute. Who do you most want that ball to fall to? And I can't say myself. Um, I'm going to go Bergsy. Cool and calm. And finally, who do you least want that ball to fall to? Oh, that's nasty. You can say yourself. No, no, fuck <laughs> off. You, you. I least want it to fall to you, you horrible man. <laughs> Radner question of the week uh, it was who would get bad from the nail box if someone's going to get bad from the nail box unsurprisingly Trev actually came out top and I get that because he used to earn it and I, I wouldn't put it past him getting bad Trev is just a bold small fiery man you're never playing again for this club and then uh, second place was uh, Reece Smith understandably and uh, MJ. Yeah, he he he's got he's got something hidden away. Maybe he came in with his shorts and that red ball popped out. So that's the Round and Park Rovers podcast. We won a game. It's the new year. Uh, Ryan and Josh have made up. Lee Francis has trimmed his beard. And it looks lovely. I think you should keep your beards at this sort of length. Uh, I, 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 Why did you trim it if you're not? No, it's fine. I just 
will grow it again. I think it looks very nice. Well, yeah, I think all of this hair length is a very good length. It looks thick with two C's. And that's about, yeah. But it's tidy. Right, we're all drinking Guinnesses. It's coming to the end of the podcast. Radnor Pat Rovers have run. Run. And my Jonathan Wass. Um, Ryan played 45 minutes. Josh Hampton had a brilliant birthday. Lee Francis has trimmed his beard. Jack Skilton has a bad elbow. Archie Book shoulder. Archie Book. Um, what did Archie Book do today? Um, Cancelled out the second half. Archie. <laughs> Honestly, when you came on, obviously it shored everything up and we were so tight. But that last minute chance today, the last it wasn't even a chance, they crossed the ball in. I mean, you must have been shitting yourself. Well, I shit myself when I tried to hit it and I sliced it. Up to that point, I was like, comfortable, I'll get rid of it. And then when I swung a leg at it at the last minute and it sliced, I thought, oh, yeah, I, I was worried. Thank fuck MJ was in the right position wasn't kind of already committed going down low for that I mean, ball. I feel like he'd committed, but he, he did a good job of staying tall and he did really well. And then, yeah, my mistake, I shouldn't have... Uh, I should even nod it away. But once I've decided I'm not going to touch it, just leave it alone. But the problem was I changed my mind halfway through. But yeah, well done to Michael. And Deserved three points for us, I think, today, completely. Um, and, and Lee has just tried split the G and he's absolutely nowhere near. Um, but Lee, you're a cider drinker, so what's what is to expect, really? So, Radnor Park Rovers, here we go, league roundup. Sitting bottom of the league, propping up everyone. It's Bromley Green. Twelve games played, zero wins, zero draws, twelve defeats, minus sixty-two goal difference. Comments on that? They actually only lost two one to Egerton today, didn't they? They did, and that is actually quite embarrassing for Egerton, isn't it? <laughs> Um, then we've got in ninth Charing Reserves they have played seven games won one drawn one against us lost five minus 20 goal difference they're on four points then it's Ashford Dynamo Dynamo have really dropped off this year haven't they they have played seven games won two drawn one lost four they're on zero goal difference uh, on seven Brad Hagger went to uh, Deal Town Rangers oh Brad Hagger is no longer at the old Dynamo. Then, we are in seventh. We have played eight games. We have won three games. We have drawn one, lost four. Minus three, goal difference. And we're on ten points. Um, then, just above us is Egerton. They're in sixth. Played nine, one more game than us, Archie. They have won four, drawn zero, lost five. They're on, they're on zero well, goal difference as well. I feel like saying the times. I don't know where we're going to finish this season. I think that a lot of that can depend on what other players bring in and things like that. But one thing we've really failed to do as a club for a few years is score a lot of goals. Eight games in, that's just before halfway, minus three goal difference. I'd say the challenge to us is can we have positive goal difference? So when we beat a team, can we really beat a team? Can we gnash in a few goals? And when we come against a team that's better than us, can we keep it a bit tighter than we have done? If we can finish the season with positive goal difference, I think that speaks volumes for how far we've come. I don't care about finishing fifth, sixth or seventh, but maybe that's where we push for. That, for me, at least personally, that would be a big achievement. 
I'm, I'm all for that, Arch. Big win today for Bidderden. Uh, Six-something win against Wanderers, was it, I think? Um, but they are in fifth. They have played 11, won five, drawn one, lost five. Oh, yeah. Ten plus goal like difference. It, oh, was it that way around? Yeah, 6-2, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, massive one. So, Drew, who was that? That was Shadowhurst. Shadox says. Shadox says. Because they are the Oxers, I get them, that mix up every time. So Biddenden, so this is, I think this is your thing. I think you've got you've got a bottom five and you've got a top five, haven't you? And it's whether we can potentially break into that top five. Ashford Spartans, who we beat today, sitting fourth. They've played 11, won six, lost, uh, drawn zero, lost five, minus one goal difference, 18 points. Hive Green, who we've got next week, sitting third. They have played eight, the same amount of games as us. They have uh, won seven, drawn zero, lost one. They have a plus goal difference of 24, and they have got 21 points. Then it's the top two. You've got Shadoxhurst and Ashford Wanderers in the top two, both on 25 points. But Shadoxhurst have three games in hand on Ashford Wanderers. So it's shaping up like we're probably not going to win the league. Uh, we are probably not going to get in the top three, but we are, after today's game, actually, we are only eight points behind Ashford Wanderers with three games in hand. Spartan, sorry. We are only, sorry, correction there. We are only eight points behind Ashford Spartans with three games in hand. So, if you wanted to be really optimistic and set a real interesting goal for us, can we finish fourth? Yeah, uh, if I had to put money in it, I'd, I'd say no, because there's some very good teams. I think Biddenden are very good. I think Ashford Spartans can be better than today. The front three are very good. I mean, Hive, I think we played Hive third game of the season, second game of the season, very good. They've, they've obviously recruited really well. We've got them next week, so we'll see, but they look very good. I think Biddenden will will climb the table and secure fourth. The question is, can we finish? I think fifth. I think from what from the teams we've played so far, I think we can be in contention to finish fifth. And that'll be an incredible achievement. We'll wait and see. You don't know how it's going to be. Players leave clubs, new players join clubs. We're, we're pretty stable all the way through. So, yeah, positive goal difference for me. And, and looking at finishing as close to the top three who are going to run away with it as possible. I'm with that as well. Positive goal difference. And for me, finishing sixth would be kind of my oh, minimum. You, you were fourth. No, no but I mean, I mean my minimum would be finishing sixth, I, I think. think. Looking at the league, and with all due respect, because I have a lot of love for all the teams, uh, except Egerton, uh, the I would think we are, we are, we'd be disappointed if we finished below three, three of them. So I think, yeah, seventh and above is a really good season. Sorry, seventh and above is a good season. Anything above that is a really, really good season, and and we're feeling really positive and happy about that. So let's go. We're less than halfway through. So much football to play. That's football, baby. Um, And let's just hand this over to Ryan and carry on this conversation here. Just tell us what Josh is saying. So, I can't see my penis when it's soft. So I have to shift my... uh, Hilarious. I have to shift my belly to the right. And basically, what I was doing is... Mirrored flooring has saved my life. Because now I can see my penis when it's soft. Because mirrored flooring... I can just stand over a mirrored bit. Is that not a weird angle? 
mirrored floor. I have. You're a mirrored floor. Yes, I can see my penis. Mirrored floor. I've never heard of mirrored floors. Yes, but Josh lives at home, so Deb's has got mirrored floor. Deb's got mirrored. Is Deb's got mirrored floor? Your bedroom. Yeah, so I could see my because I, I can't see my penis. Is it your whole bedroom? Yeah, my whole bedroom and all the It's just full mirror. It's full mirror, yeah. I'm not a psychopath. I didn't do the ceiling as well. I bet you use one of those um, mirrors that you get at carnivals just so it makes it look <laughs> a bit bigger. <laughs> yeah, but I accidentally bought the wrong one. It made me fatter. <laughs> 